Welcome to the Moms of Tweens and Teens podcast. If some days you doubt yourself and you don't know what you're doing, if you've ugly cried alone in your bedroom because you felt like you're failing, well, I just want you to know you're not alone and you have come to the right place. Raising tweens and teens in today's world is not easy. And I'm on a mission to equip you to love well and to raise emotionally healthy, happy tweens and teens that thrive. I believe that moms are heroes and we have the power to transform our family and to impact future generations. If you are looking for answers, encouragement, and to become more of the mom and the woman that you want to be, welcome. I'm Cheryl Gould, and I am so glad that you're here. Well, welcome to today's episode, and I am so glad that you are here and listening in today. And if you have a tween or teen daughter, you know just how challenging these years can be. And if you have been a tween or teen, you know how challenging these years can be. They can be filled with insecurity and self-doubt and self-criticism. And it's easy for our girls to lose sight of their own worth and potential. And many of us who have been there know how how hard these years can be when it comes to that doubt and self-criticism. And today in this episode, I'm excited to introduce you to Katie Parker. She is the president and CEO of Bloom Fully. And Katie is passionate about building the confidence of young girls, tweens, and teens. And her mission is to empower them to grow beyond the traps of comparing themselves constant criticism, and overwhelming self-doubt. And Katie firmly believes, I love this, that every girl and every woman is unique and absolutely essential in this world. And in today's episode, we delve into the topic of helping our daughters. How do we help them to grow in self-confidence and empower them to believe in themselves? It's a conversation that just holds tremendous importance, especially in today's society. And Katie brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to guide us on this journey. This episode is going to help to equip you and encourage you and your daughter to embrace the incredible individuals that we are. Without further ado, let's jump right in and welcome Katie to the show. Well, welcome, Katie, to the Moms of Tweens and Teens podcast. I'm so excited. We've been talking I think <laughs> we could just go on and on. I'm like, I record because I was so excited about your energy and all that you're doing. So welcome. I'm really excited for our listeners to hear you share your heart. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yes, I am so excited to be here because I'm just so excited about what you are doing and about your amazing listeners. I just keep thinking about these wonderful mothers who tune in to your podcast. They're mothers that have amazing hearts that want good things for their children so much that they will listen to the things offered out there that will help them do that. I just hats off to all you mothers. I just think you're amazing. And it just warms my heart. This world is a better place because of moms. Yeah, I love that you're saying that because we need uh, we need to hear that. Moms, you need to hear that. You need to take it in because we're so hard yes. on ourselves and really take that in. Katie was saying before I hit record how just that you're showing up here and you're listening, it just speaks volumes about the kind of mom you are. And yeah, you added that, Katie, because I loved how you said it. Well, it just gives me hope for this world. Like this world needs so much hope and so much light right now. And I believe that light, a huge portion of that light comes from mothers. And I just, anyway, I I even teared up really just because it's so, I know that you feel that. And I feel that like the power of moms is real. 
the sense that mothers have about our surroundings, what's happening in the world, what they want for their kid, children, and like just what our children are facing. Moms know what to do, even though they might not think in the, like exactly what to do in the moment, their hearts know we have, I was thinking, you know, you hear sixth sense all the time. I was thinking moms have like seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th sense. Like, like, right. I know all your listeners will know, like you're, please be nodding your heads. Like, you know what I do? I, that's why I tune in. That's why I'm seeking answers because my heart is saying, you know, like, something's off with this social media stuff in this world. Something's off with this friendship with my child and their friend. Like, uh, and the fact that these moms are here listening means the power inside them is strong and it's real. And, oh, I love you mothers. I love you and what you are doing with your families and what you're trying to do. And the lo- goals you have for your families of happiness and peace and building your child up. Mm. I just, yeah, I love yeah. your listeners. I don't know them, but I just, just, <laughs> just thinking about them this week and preparing to come and talk to you. I've been so excited. I've just been thinking, I just want these moms to know they've got this. They've got it. They're yeah. amazing. This yeah. world needs them more than ever right now. So keep on, keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Doesn't she have great energy or energy, Katie? We need that. So thank <laughs> you. And you have to tell them about yourself. And you were telling me before the ages of your kids and <laughs> all that you're doing. And if anybody's like totally got a lot going on, it's you. <laughs> so oh. You're at every stage right now. So <laughs> tell them six kids. I will. Okay. All right. You're ready for it. I think moms will be like, okay, she's straight up crazy, <laughs> but I am. And I have to say like, I'm crazy about being a mom. And I know you'll hear, you know, the, you know, as we talk more, you'll hear about the businesses that I run and the programs that we're putting out into the world right now. And I was telling Cheryl earlier that I'm a mom first. I will always be a mom first. And I'm most proud to be a mother um, because my heart knows that my best efforts to even make a brighter light in this world are in my home. And um, even though I've taken it further than that, I start my day being a mom. Like before 9 a.m., I'm doing laundry. I'm prepping dinner. I'm getting kids out the door. I'm waking up super early so that they have breakfast. You know, my mom did that for me. So I'm just doing what I was taught, you know. But I felt that as I pile on, new activities that um I love being a mom. So I'll start with that. I have six kids. Um I've been married 25 years this year. Um and my youngest is three and my oldest is turning 22. <laughs> and I have three boys and three girls and I am still doing all of the ages. <laughs> so I would say I'm not perfect, far from it, but I am an expert on motherhood. And then um, I also, I have a company, singer's company that I started um, really when I was in high school, but we franchised it 12 years ago. And so I run that, I'm CEO of that. And then we, that, that morphed and turned into also a middle school program that we'll be talking more about because that's why I'm here. Um, I believe in me. I'm strengthening the confidence of middle school and tween girls and then um, I'm married to Matt Parker. He's um, of Album Surf. He started that company. He shapes surfboards. So uh, we surf in the summers as a family and we snowboard in the winters. And we love what this earth has to offer. It's a playground and we play hard, <laughs> um, but we also work really hard. And um, that's kind of our mentality. And anyway, I love life. It's, I say I love motherhood and I'm a mother first. It's the hardest thing I've ever done, hands down. Every child is so different. I mean, you think you're doing good one night, just this week. I'm thinking I've got it all. Go- okay, we have crazy. We're renovating our kitchen. We've got it. You know, we're leaving town. What did I, everything's going on. We're running businesses. I'm going on the podcast. Everything's going crazy, but I'm still calm. I've got this. And then I have a child that comes home from baseball practice. He's my junior and just unloads. And I thought he was doing okay. And he is, he's doing fine, but it was just a bad day for him. And we stayed up late, just kind of, I'm just trying to sift through, okay, is this like a really big issue? You know, like how deep does this go for this one right now? 
Cause it kind of, he just, just kind of unleashed a little bit, you know? And so just when you think you're doing good and you're balancing all the crazy, uh, you know, a child just all of a sudden creates a huge need. And I went to bed that night, not thinking about my businesses, not thinking about the renovation, not thinking about the trip coming up. I went to bed thinking about my max. And so that's, that's a mom, right? You're a mom first. And that's what, that's what keeps you up at night more than, you know, getting out your taxes on the business tomorrow or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That he opened up to you. I'm, you know, that's when he felt comfortable enough to talk to you and open up. That's what you want, even though hearing the different struggles and challenges that they are going through is so hard for a mama's heart. I mean, we just want to protect and they're going to go through ups and downs, but it's painful when you hear your kids struggling. It is. And in that moment, like, I know we'll talk about it a little bit later, but there was a moment in that conversation that this a couple of nights ago that I was like, okay, really, he actually wasn't opening up. I could just really sense that, you know, he was, he was, he was kind of blurting out one phrase, like, like, like kind of like he wanted me to react a little bit. And I just was sitting there going, okay, I need to like, keep, keep him talking as long as I can. I've got to like, see what this is stemming from. And I was sitting in the family room and he was at the bar with his back to me eating his dinner, you know, starving after baseball. And I just got this feeling again, we'll talk about that, that seventh, eighth, ninth sense from your mama mm-hmm. sense. I was like, I, I want, I kept saying, you know, can turn around so I can hear what you're saying. And then I just got feeling, wait, no, I, I can go to him. I can get up, walk around the island so I can see his face. You know what I mean? He doesn't. Yeah. Have, that makes sense. Like, yeah, my mama heart just I knew it. My heart and mind connected. And I'm like, OK, I'll put my laptop down. I'm going to walk in. And I did. I just went around the island and I so I could see his face and not not make him come to me. Um, and I was grateful. I'm grateful for that mama sense. How do you be a mom without it? You know, you got to trust the power that's in you. Those, that guiding light that's inside you, you got to trust that. And that, that helps me. And as soon as I could face him, the details came out and I was able to dig a little bit deeper of what the root of this was, at least one of the roots. I'm sure there was multiple things. I think that's why he was kind of erupting a little bit, but anyway, we, the power's in us. Yeah. Well, I love that you, um, you leaned in. And sometimes we tend to get a little scared, like, oh, I don't want to, this is maybe, I know I'll speak for me when my son, especially was going through that. I'd be like, oh, you know, maybe doesn't want to talk about it. But I think following that instinct to lean in and give him the opportunity to talk about if he wanted to talk about it was really good that you did that. You followed your intuition there and thought, no, something more is going on. And you were curious and you leaned in. Yeah. You listened to yourself. Yes. And I think, yeah, that, that mama intuition, that mama, I don't think everyone, I, I, moms are special. We do. I've, I've felt it. We have something else and, and everybody has it. And these women that are listening, you know, that's why they're here because they want to hone in on those moments and to really make a difference in guiding their child. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you started Bloomfully and you, for those of you that can't see her, she has this beautiful flowered shirt on (laughs) and love it. I want to be like, where did you buy that? That's totally something. Did you? I I did. Oh my gosh. Now we're going to sell some J. Cruz clothes. (laughs) I'm a huge fan. Really? It's so pretty. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just all the beautiful pastel colors. It's, It's lovely. So you're wearing that, I'm sure, because that is, you take, you use a lot of, um, visual, um, visuals around flowers when you're talking about growth happening in our daughter's lives. So explain that to our listeners and to me. I love, first of all, I love being in the dirt. I am not a master gardener. If you looked at my garden right now, it's literally all dirt. I think my oregano is still growing. (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) So, (laughs) but I, and really I, you know, I talked a little bit about, um, 
our first comp- my first company, Singer's Company, is strengthening the confidence of elementary girls. And and those parents have loved it over the years. But then these girls grow up and they were going to middle school. And so Cheryl was referencing that um, as far as middle school girl, gr- girls go, these parents were at- asking for a program that would strengthen the confidence of girls, similar to Singer's Company. Um, and I, as I was working in my garden one day, literally digging in the dirt, I kept thinking, okay, I love these girls so much. And these, and we've, we've fine tuned this and we make strong elementary girls for sure. But then we send them to middle school, which is like uh, the lion's den. Right. And, and my heart was hurting because parents have been asking for it across the country. When is seniors company do a middle school program? And I knew it couldn't be the same format. I, these girls in middle school need something different. They're starting into the tween, you know, like pre, pre, pre adult years. They're, starting habits that will last lifetime. And what could I give them? And it just came to me. It came to my mind and my heart while I was gardening. So many garden themes and analogies um, are there for us with life. And I think people, even your listeners right now could probably come up with their own immediately, right? Flowers growing, flowers blooming, you know, but as it just kept, it was in my mind and, and thinking about these middle schoolers, we have created this program that this garden mentality in paralleling their lives and their decisions and establishing foundations for their life, it rings true. It's it's easy to digest for them. It's easy concepts. And I'll share them with some of them today with the moms that they can take and use in their homes because it's that it's like, so we talk about your garden of life and how in the world, every girl is different. And those differences are what make us beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how, like, think about a garden. I My favorite flower is the daisy. What's your favorite flower? Probably lilies because I have a lily. Oh, my daughter's lily. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And so oh, I love flocks too. Flocks oh, my grandma. Oh. It's so old fashioned. And see, I love that that reminds you of your grandma. See, we're all so different. So let's take that. So if I, if my garden only had my favorite flower daisies in it, it would be pretty, but it's not going to be beautiful because we need our differences next to each other to complement. Like, like my shirt, like if my shirt was only this green flower all over, you wouldn't like it as much and you wouldn't have mentioned it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But because I have the pink and the yellow and the blue and the, you know, and the white and the big blooms and the smaller clustered blooms together, it makes us beautiful. And so that's what we tell these girls when they are part of this program is that this world needs you and needs the colors that you bloom and needs the way your petals grow. It needs your talents. It needs your gifts. If we all, and that's where social media, like, and just the world in general, what they offer these girls is you have to look like this. You have to be like this. You have to act like this. You have to. And if we all molded into that same cookie cutter, it's we it would take away so much of the beauty, which is all of our different gifts and talents. And so all the tools that we give these girls and even moms like and in our households, it's about blooming, getting. And one of our favorites is routines are the roots, meaning you think about your household and it's true for a household. It's true for these middle school girls. When you get your roots solid, things are steadier. Things are calmer. Things operate better, you know, and when the winds come and the storms come, they'll blow and they'll totally affect you and things can get crazy for a minute, but it won't knock you over all the way because your roots are down deep. And so as we're teaching these girls, and obviously we're talking to moms today, the routines of your household, your personal morning routine, your personal evening routine. I, I know all the moms are nodding. When your routines, and you're going to try, try again. No one's perfect. You have bad days. You have crazy days. Believe me, I know. Like where you don't exercise or you don't, you're like, like it's just, that's life. That's okay. But if you, But if you've established routines, you can always fall back on them. And those create steady days, calm interactions. Think about the morning when your kid's going off to school, your daughter, you know, yeah. um, if, if those, her routines are intact, miracle, first of all, if she has, a, if she has, yeah. a routine, 
But if your personal routine has, you know, if I've gotten up, if I've had a minute for me, like my, this is what my routine looks like. I wake up early enough to have some quiet time. I need that quiet time as a mom. And if I've had that stillness where I kind of think about my day, I can think about spiritual things. I can think about just where our family, like what's this day unfolding? You know, I want to be in control of this day. Just thinking a minute, take, you know, 15 minutes, sometimes a half hour, sometimes two minutes if I've got two minutes, but just something quiet where the house isn't alive yet. (laughs) Everyone's then I, then I get, I prep breakfast, you know, I'm doing my routine and hoping that my children are doing theirs up there. But when I've set that stage, I'm in a better mindset to go wake them up if I have to, hopefully I don't, but if I have to, I feel I'm not rolling out, you know, like I'm not falling out of bed and like frazzled. Oh my gosh. You know, sometimes that happens, you know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, so my routines, you know, and usually it's throw in one load of laundry. Okay. You know, and, um, make sure that the lunches are prepped, you know, and just so that when they come down my side of the bargain, not bargain as bargains, probably a bad word, but my side of the, of the responsibility of the household is calm. Yeah. And then if, if they happen to be crazy that day, I can calmly help them through that. Um, but I think as much as we can, leading by example teaches so much without having to say one word. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's always a good, it's always a good starting place. Like thinking about, okay, where am I asking my kid to do something where maybe I'm not doing it? You know, like I'm asking them to clean up their backpack, but meanwhile, my my dining room table is like an explosion <laughs> of papers. I mean, I want their room. I want their room order clothes off the floor. And then you walk in my closet and it's like, oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I think sometimes it's like, okay, I'll go clean up my mess first. You know, then I can come back and, and support you. Okay. But, well, yeah. one of the, so routines of the roots is an example of the garden imagery of how we so of how we teach these girls, but also as like we just talked about it as mothers. But um, but I, what I, I think we have to remember is that root, our my morning routine is for my children. Mm. I'm doing it for them, and the the tasks I'm doing are for them. And these kids are smart. They might treat you poorly one day. They might be ungrateful. They might, you know, like take their folded clothes and they're, it's gone. You know, like they might not even take the breakfast you made for them. They're running late and you've made this little egg sandwich for them. And they, I've had it plenty of times when my son just leaves it, you know, <laughs> and I, and I could take it as a slap in the face and I, but I, I but I don't because it was still a visual. Mm. He still ran out that door knowing that I had that little sandwich already for him in that paper towel. And he know, and to me, that's love. I'm not going to ruin that by saying, I made that for you and you didn't take it. And nah, 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 nah. I just, I, you know, I'll eat it myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, but you know what I mean? I think the visual, they can't say their mom wasn't there. They can't say, you know, you don't, you know, you're not there for me. You don't understand. It's, it's, it's showing love. I think a huge part of for me personally that I've seen in my house and I, and I know everyone's different and has different responsibilities, different jobs, different hours, different schedules. But for me personally, making breakfast for my kids every morning before they leave, no matter what time it is, does so much beyond nourishing them with food. It tells them every day. I'm up early for you. I'm doing my routine to make your day go a little smoother. And it's not that they don't know how to make their egg sandwich themselves. You know, Um, it's if they know how to do that, but it's, it's that morning. It's like, I'm a mom. I can do this for you. I want to do this for you. I love you. I want to set you up for success today. And so the repeated routine of that, I think I Cause it's different. A lot of mom, it's hard. Mornings are hard, but I think magic in the morning, there's magic for mothers in the morning. If, 
if we can get up and if we can, you know, if we can, if we can get it going, I promise, at least that's my experience. There is magic in the morning and it might take a while and they might throw everything back in your face, you know, but just don't get offended. Just know that you've done like, that's why I have no regrets. I have no regrets as a mother. I'm not perfect, but I know I've been there, you know, and, and I can, and I can say sorry if when I'm not, and I can adjust and I can, but there's magic in the mornings. Yeah. Magic means. What I love about what you're saying is it's really asking ourselves, who do I want to be? Because I think that it's easy with tweens and teens, if they're not appreciating what you're doing, that we can feel resentful. <laughs> but if we can say, you know, this is who I want to be. This is kind of mom. I want to wake up and have some quiet time in the morning and get grounded before the day so I can show up like that root that you're talking about, yes. you know, and be grounded before they get up and things might get kind of crazy. And I'm going to make them something because I love them. And I want them to know I care because that's who I want to be. I mean, that speaks volumes to our kids. Um, yeah. And it's speaking, I, I hate talking at my kid, like mm-hmm. any of my children, because I feel like once you're what I, this is my take once you're 30 seconds into talking, they almost tune you out, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like show, whenever I can show them without having to speak and like say, I'm doing so much for you, you know, like, yeah. yeah. if I, if I can show them regardless of the reaction or treatment of me, because let's, let's say you want to introduce this. Let's say this is a problem in your house and this rings true to your heart right now. And you're like, oh my gosh, I, can I do that? Can I wake up earlier than they leave? Can I, you know, um, yes, you can. First of all, um, I think it's like you said, the desire, like, who do I want to be? Do I want to do this? It might make sense for you. It might not make sense for you, you know? And, and so, but if you want to do it for, do it because you want to, as a mother, don't, like you said, don't do it for their reaction. Cause if it's something new to them, they might, they might even like reject it for like a few weeks. You know what I mean? Until you show them that you are consistent, that you're showing up every day, no matter their attitude, no matter what time they wake up, no matter if they botched their, they're packing their backpack or their lunch and they're running out the door and it's crazy. No matter what you won't budge, you're waking up, you're making the eggs, you're putting out the cereal bowl, you're, you know, and, and then they, then I think, I mean, I, I just use my mama brain, like mama brains are powerful. That shows them every single day that you are there for them. You care about them. You care about their day. You care about getting, setting up them up to, um, to, to like be successful in their day. And they can't deny that. And when you do it again and again and again, you become that constant root. You almost become their routines are the roots. You start to show them what routines are the roots looks like. And they have confidence in you there. And in their mind, think, about their mind. It's like, oh my gosh, my mom's not going away. She's still making, oh my gosh, she made French toast this morning. (laughs) You know, (laughs) um, but anyway, I, I even, I even got to the point with businesses because my life has gotten crazy and crazier with, um, scheduling wise that I have a routine in my breakfast. I mean, this is crazy, but if I'm throwing it out there for any mom that it would help, (laughs) um, Mondays we have scrambled eggs and a muffin. Tuesdays, we have pancakes. Wednesdays, oatmeal. Thursdays, some sort of egg dish. It could be an egg sandwich. It could be an egg burrito. <laughs> Fridays, um, we do fancy pancakes. This is really German pancakes. One of my younger kids named it fancy pancakes. I, because my brain can only hold so much, by taking that brain power of what am I going to fix for breakfast this morning out, I already know. I already know. And my kids know it. It's Tuesday at pancakes. Mom, can we have this kind of pancake? Sure. Or actually, no, I don't have time, but <laughs> it's good <laughs> today. <laughs> but, but, I, oh, I, yeah, I love that. I was not that way, but I do see how food really speaks love and kindness to your kids in, in demonstrating just that. It could, be the post. Yeah. it could be like, like you could, you as a mom with your strengths and talents, it could be something totally different that you consistently do every morning or you consistently do after school every day that your kids can depend on that shows them you're there for them. You love them. You know, I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's more wrapped around. There's just, I feel like 
again, the power of moms is inside them already. And they like, I don't share those things. I don't want any mom to be like, oh my gosh, I haven't, you know, I'm like, no, take that concept of showing your kids a routine that creates steady calmness. I think most of the time it's a morning routine, you know, because that starts the day. Mm -hmm. But there could be other parts of that morning routine that share that calmness with the, you know, it could be handing them a fair life protein, you know, 28 grams of protein shake every day and a banana. You know, you could just be handing it to them before they leave and with a hug, you know, it doesn't have to be like, again, my mom did the pancakes and everything for me, you know, and that's what I know. And that helped me growing up. It was a steady for me. And so yeah, I, just, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think it's really good to be in the question, what does that look like for me and my family? And what would speak love to my kid that I can create, you know, that I can create that? What was the word that habits, habits and routines? Yes. Like maybe it's after school, right? When they walk in the door, you've got something like those cute little wheat thin cheese and cracker packs that are already set. Maybe you've got that out because, you know, your daughter loves cheese and crackers. Yeah. Yeah. And you had you just have it on the counter. You didn't have to do anything. You just had to pull it out of the fridge, you know? But that consistent, hey, how was your day? You know, and yeah. That question. They, and it speaks kindness and love to them. Yeah. And yeah, I love it. So sunshine. You talk about sunshine, water, soil. What are the what are those symbolize? Okay. Okay. And this, again, everything I'm going to talk about is how we teach these tween girls and how we coach them. And 120% of it totally applies to women, mothers. So this, I I mean, I could, as you can tell, I'm, <laughs> I could talk, I could talk all day because I'm passionate about it. I, this world is getting crazier and crazier and it, and in some ways it's getting darker and darker, but I feel like there's just so much light and so much opportunity and so much sunshine to be had that I believe dwells with inside mothers. Because if we have sunshine and can share that sunshine with our kids, and then our kids learn how to be, we call it be the sunshine, where it really, this is one of the um, episodes of the girls, but this is, it's, it's taking those interactions with people daily. So in a girl's world, being the sunshine it's that final step of social interaction where you're reaching beyond yourself to that person um, that you see might need a little extra love, whether it's at school, whether it's in your own family. And so when we say be the sunshine in our program, I believe in me, the girls know it means reaching beyond yourself. And that one of the massive messages and themes that we share with these girls is grow and share the grow and share mindset. It started in singers company by sharing their voice and learning what their voice is and, you know, and knowing that their voice can be used for good. It translates into, I believe in me as growing your gifts and talents. Like we talked about the flowers being different, growing you, growing the talents and unique talents that you have and sharing them with the world to bring sunshine to the world to be that sunshine. And in that grow and share pattern and grow and share mindset that I have something to offer that is good, that brings light, that brings happy, and the world needs me, that creates a foundation of solidarity of I know who I am. I know what I'm good at. I know what I want to be good at. I know I can work hard to achieve that. And for the intent of sharing it and building others. So when we say be the sunshine, um, we first introduce it in social social introductions. We teach the girls like, you know, beginning of school, beginning of a new activity you're doing, a new team you're on. How do you talk to people? And we, and we go from the very shyest girl, like, and we give them levels, you know, maybe for you, it's just a smile, just a smile and a wave. Yeah, that's that, yeah. That so, like a lot for yeah. So level one of be the sunshine is looking at someone and smiling. Maybe it's the first day of class. Maybe it's the girl sitting next to you. You just look and smile. That's it. That's it. No pressure to talk. Nothing. Just smile at people. And even a smile brings sunshine to people's days, to your teacher's day, to even it makes your day better because you're smiling. Like just the act of smiling. Level two, smile and say a little something or wave. So you just smile and hi, smile, wave. Like, how are you? Or smile at your teacher after class. Thank you. 
little. Level three, it's a, it's a formal introduction. Hi, I'm Katie. What's your name? It's nice to meet you. You know, I, I, are you new to like, are you new this year? Whatever. I like your backpack, you know, just engaging them in one extra little piece of conversation. And then level four of Be the Sunshine is reaching above and beyond, sitting next to that girl at lunch that is alone, inviting someone that looks like they need a friend to come sit with your group of friends, you know, talk, reaching out to someone. So when you're reaching out and sharing your gifts and talents, and even just sharing the sunshine you have inside you as moms, as girls, um, you're making this world a better place. And there's confidence that comes with that. Yeah. Because when you see someone else's face light up, because you have said hello, or you have invited them in, that gives you your light gets brighter. And that light in your heart getting stronger, like see that cyclical. And I think so much of the world is now on our phones, individual, and we keep going deeper and deeper into this. I feel like it's darkness when, when you're blooming and sharing your, there's more sunshine in your garden. There's more light. So working towards that light. So that's a huge, you know, a huge section of our garden analogies, but see how that translates and girls, it's just easy for them to digest. It's easier for us to digest. Okay. Yeah. Be the sunshine. I've got light inside me. And if I share that, I'm going to get, things are going to get brighter around me. This world's going to be a better place. I'm going to be part of the happy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I love that too, because someone, so many studies have been done on the brain and how that impacts our brain that when we're so self-absorbed and focused, which so much of, I believe we can be in today's age, a day and age. And especially when you have all that social media, like you were saying, it's always like, I'm not enough, right? I'm looking at this girl and gosh, she's gorgeous and she's beautiful. And I wish I looked like her and look at her. She's got it all together. Meanwhile, you don't even know what's really going on. But, you know, that comparison, which you talk so much about, it does suck that light and that, and that joy, but getting outside of yourself is so empowering. And so I thought that that is a big part of your program. It's huge. I would say it's the focus. Well, it is the focus of our program, growing and sharing. We definitely talk about the dark parts because the girls need to be aware and prepared for what's coming their way, especially in middle school and beyond and set those habits of what do I do when I feel the comparison? We call it the four C's. These are the things I don't love talking about it, but we have to talk about it because it's our day and age. And it's just what, how girls brains work. And uh, it's don't compare, don't complain, don't criticize, and don't compete. And as a mom of girls, I know every mother listening should be nodding like, oh my gosh, yes, girls totally compete. They want to put someone else down because that makes them feel better, but it doesn't, but they think it does. They totally criticize themselves. I'm not pretty, like you said, I'm not pretty enough. I don't look like her. I have to look like, and compare with the criticism. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Right. If I don't dance like her, she's a dancer. I must not be great. You know, like boys aren't going to like me, whatever, you know, like, and it's, and don't complain, complaining, like, will just suck that light so quickly. And we know that as mothers, cause we get a lot of complaints all day long, <laughs> right? It sucks the, it sucks the inner positive energy right out just in two seconds, but yeah. um, referenced all the brain studies. And one of our uh, we really reflect a lot on him when it comes to this part is how gratitude Dr. Amen and all his work with the brain and how gratitude is a huge way to keep light in your garden that, and we have it, we give these little girls planners when they start the program and in the planner every day is a place like, and then you hear it a lot, even like as women, I have a gratitude journal, you know, like you can buy them. You can, it's a thing where, Gratitude is the best medicine for those four C's. I mean, when you're thinking, I'm just grateful I have legs today. So I, you know, I, you know, I'm grateful for the sunshine today. I'm grateful that I got through today. (laughs) I'm grateful for the enough energy to make it through the day. And tonight I'm just grateful for my pillow. You know, I mean, (laughs) just turning those exhausting days and ending it on a positive note by thinking of what we're grateful for is huge way for sunshine to stay in your garden. Huge way. But um, you mentioned the soil. 
one of the first things we teach is we introduce this garden mentality. And this is huge. It's like, this is where I think the mama power, like mom's already, you're going to get this immediately when I, when I share, we explain to the girls that your soil of your garden is the most important thing, because if you don't have healthy soil, you, the garden flowers can't grow. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about rock, like a soil of rocks it'll grow for a minute, but it's, it's going to immediately going to die because the roots can't get deep enough. Um, your soil, ha- like when any gardener knows that your soil, sometimes, I mean, it, you can do like people come in and like, we'll check your soil, like the pH level and the, you know, the nutrients. And yeah, I have to put like worm growth in my soil to get it. Yeah. You, there's yeah. stuff you're constantly making sure that your soil is okay. Cause that for optimal growth. So we teach the girls that your soil is your mind and your heart. And you're constantly checking in with it to make sure that it is healthy and feeling good enough. It's not going to be perfect all the time. So progress, not perfection. We are never saying, but you've got to check in and um, it leads into something called soil checks. So this is huge. And this is um, where we and moms, you you don't even realize it, but you're doing soil checks a bazillion times a day especially with your kids. Not only are you doing soil checks for yourself and your family, but for every individual child, like how's she doing? Like, and in, and it's like, so for instance, in the girls level, it would be like, let's say friendship. Okay. You can, we, we teach these girls to check in with their mind and their hearts in all the different areas of their life, friendships, school, um, media, what they're bringing into their garden on TV and movies on their phones, um, fashion, what they're choosing to wear show, you know, like you can do soil checks in every area and how you perform a soil check is you ask two questions and moms, this is, this is for you too. It's absolutely for you. How is my heart feeling? And the mind part of it, because your soil is your mind and your heart. So the, the heart part of it question is, how's my heart feeling? And the mind part is, does this make sense for me and my age? And so that is where moms, it's a little bit different because I'm constantly doing soil checks like, okay, this app that my kids are talking about, it's not, it's not making sense to me. Like if you, like I shared this earlier, like if that picture that they share immediately goes away. What's the purpose of that? Mm-hmm. I don't, I see darkness. I, why would you ever want to post a picture that immediately goes away? Oh, probably because it might be a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm sure that's not the only reason, the only pictures that are posted, but really like the purpose of that app. So there's certain apps that I've been like, as a mom, that immediately my soil, my heart's, my brain goes, ah, my, and then my heart goes, yeah, this isn't going to lead to anything light and happy. Um, they can connect with their friends on a different app or through texting or just in person, you know? And so I'm like, all right, that's out. Like I'm the master gardener pitch that we're not doing that one, you know? Yeah. Um, so for girls, like in a friendship, you know, all right, the same situation with this same friend is just kind of sour. And I'm, you know, my heart's not feeling it. I don't feel good after I'm with them. I don't feel good after I talk to them. The texts they're sending me, they're not nice, you know? Um, this is sucking away some of my sunshine. And I, this is my garden of life. I decide what goes in and out. And my soil check that I just performed says, yeah, I don't have time for this. I'm going to be nice to her, but I need to remove myself and maybe adjust some friendships or at least take a break for sure from that friendship of giving time and energy to that. So anyway, I talked a lot about that, but there's no, it's really good. And you're helping them to become more self-aware of how does this make me feel if I feel icky, you know, is this making me feel icky? And if it's making me feel icky, then I need to pay attention to it. Uh, And 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 yeah, yeah. And that I think soil checks remind them of the power that like when, when I, I mean, I do soil checks all the time, like all the time. And, and and it's, and as a mom, again, I mentioned it, you're doing it for every individual kid. Okay. How do I like, there's something off right now with this one. Like I'm sensing like just over the past week, like this, this child, something's off, you know? And I start to really think about that, like in my mind, 
logically connecting the dots, like what's their week like? Are they overloaded? Are they like, where were they this week? Like, who are they hanging out with? You know, I'm trying to not, not that I'm trying to make assumptions and make up stories, but I'm trying to think of what am I going to ask them? Uh, You know, what am I going to ask my child? This one's feeling, you know, and most of the time with one child, it's totally parallel to their media use, their phone. Oh yeah. It's like, if there's, if she's disconnecting with her siblings, if she's kind of feeling distant, if we don't see her a lot, she's doing quote homework in her room all night and it her homework's taking way too long. You know, we're we're having some time management issues. Almost a hundred percent of the time it's the phone. It's being being distracted during homework, all the being blings come bing, 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 bing coming in from the group texts and Um, and usually I just start to observe a little bit more. I'm still continuing the soil check as a mother. Okay. I'm observing like, and Uh I know that, you know, I'm talking with my husband. Okay. That's what I'm thinking about this one. What do you think? And he's like, oh, totally. And then we just, you know, then we intervene and we might have to pluck that weed out pretty hard (laughs) hard and, and, you know, and, and adjust that way. But these girls, soil checks are empowering. Like you said, soil checks remind them us as mothers individuals that the power to choose is inside us. This phone doesn't have power over me. This friend does not run me or rule over me or, you know, control me. I have the power and my soil checks that I'm doing constantly all the time, every day, that reminds me that I choose what comes in my garden gate. I choose what stays. I choose what I'm going to grow. I I choose what I'm going to give time to in my brain and even my actions, my physical time. Like I choose. And so it just, we want these girls to always remember your happiness is grown by you. No one is responsible for your happiness or should it be never put your happiness in someone else's hands. I'll be happy as a mom. I'll be happy if my child thanks me for doing the laundry that I just spent four hours a day on. Well, they're not going to most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So am I going to stop doing the laundry because I didn't get a thank you from my kid? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I might like remind in different ways. Like when I asked them to vacuum the floor and they're like, ah, nah. you know, it's like, well, you might not get your dinner tonight then. <laughs> I'm like, I need help. Like, I mean, I, I need help. I, I, I help you. I just, sometimes I just need help. I would love it if you, I could get a little help, you know? Yeah. And they, they might not react to that well in the first time, but for them to see the why behind stuff, it's more motivating for kids when they know the why behind a rule, the why behind a request that you have of them, the why behind why does our family do it this way when everyone else seems to be doing it that way, you know, um, yeah. it, it helps them digest it in their mind mm-hmm. and heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love, I love all those analogies and I love getting them to think about it like soil. Like, what am I letting have, you know, how is it making me feel and uh, what I'm doing? And then uh, just being able to check in with themselves. And even my daughter, I was saying to her, I would always notice when she was on her phone a lot, just even recently, um, just saying to her, you know, do you, how do you how do you feel after you've been on your phone? This is kind of what I'm seeing, and she'll say, "Yes, it makes me feel bad." You know, that's a soil check. You've been doing it. See, everybody yeah. is doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I we had the same conversation just last week because I was kind of like, I get to the point where I'm I'm really patient. I can observe, and I can you know I'm like I just I'll let a few days go by, but when I feel like every time I see, and I know too, like, I know that when my kids come home, they kind of like to unwind. They've been going to school hard all day and then they come home and sometimes they do want to like get on their phones and scroll or just see, be real or whatever, you know, and that's okay. Like, I don't, like, yeah. I, I want them to, to do that. I do that myself. You know, I'm renovating my kitchen. I've been on Pinterest way too much and I hate it, but like, I need to see some things and get ideas. So I understand. I don't want them to feel like, you're so bad because you're, you know, um, but when it starts to change how they treat people and they're at, like you said, like, how does it make you feel when you're feeling icky after being on the phone, then that means that little brother or sister that comes running in your room, chances are you might snap at them a whole lot more because of the way you're feeling, not because that little sister did something bad. So 
to have that conversation, to help them connect the dots of why the phone bothers me so much. Like, I know it's a part of life. I know, I know it's the way the world goes around. I mean, I know, I know businesses, you have to have a presence on social media. You have, this is how the world works. We can't just ditch it even as much as I want to, like we can, but, but I say this all the time. I want my kids to be the you know, the master gardener, I want them to control the device and and learn how to do that under my roof. Because if I withhold that chant, when they leave, they could go crazy with it. You know what I mean? They need to learn self-control under our, you know, under our roof. Like your whole book is about that. You know, like the guidelines that we, it's brilliant. We, We as parents need to help them learn before they're on their own, you know, it has to be a little bit of give and take. But last week I was saying my kids, I was about had it. I was patient, but like, I'm like, I'm so sick of the time that you spend on these phones and the attitude that comes post it that we have to deal with as a family, you know? And my, my two teens right now were like, mom, why don't you just set limits and times? I'm like, yes, yes, we could do that. And those are good things. But I told them, but, but I want you to know, I want you to see it for yourself. I want you to understand why you shouldn't want to default to that any spare extra minute you have. Like, I want you to figure that out. I want you to see, can you see that? Can you see that if you have a spare minute or if you, you're, or if you're just sick of doing math and you're taking, and you like get distracted, you, that phone, you just default to that all the time. What my husband always says, what do you have to show for that time? What do you show? Are you like, are you better? Are you stronger? Are you nicer? Are you happier? Are you more productive? Are you more efficient? Are you F no, it's almost always the opposite of that. So can you like, it's okay to be on it, but how are you going to control your garden? This part of your garden? Like, what are you going to do? If you could, I just want you to see it. Like it's, I don't want to babysit you. You know, like, like, that's not, I want you to see and want to not want to be on it because yeah. of the effects that the studies are showing that everything like connect the dots in your own brain. And like, the, really, that's how I talk to my kids, like the same conversation, these same words coming out of my mouth right now. That's the conversation I'm saying to my kids. I want you to see it. Can you see, like, mm-hmm. tell them like what, how, like you said with your daughter, how do you feel when you've been on it? Like, what are you looking at? Like, are you that, is this, does this device control you? Do you want that to control you? Like, where does that lead? Are you going to be able to stand up for yourself in a social situation and be strong standing alone? If you can't get away from this device enough, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. no. And I, you know, I think sometimes it's good if we can even use ourselves as an example. Like I can sometimes get on stuff because I want to see like people like you, how you're growing your business and what you're doing and and then all, what somebody else is doing. But all of a sudden I like fall into this pit and I'm like, well, look at what they're doing. And I'm not doing that yet. And I want to be doing that yet. And oh my goodness, I better hurry up and 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 get with it today. And I got, you know, and before you know it, I'm like this anxious mess. It's so like, true. <laughs> you think there's anyone in the world that hasn't felt that? Yeah. I, think, I think everyone feels that when they go on there for too long. I feel it. Like I, yeah. I think too. One of the things we talk about is power. Like I always laugh. I chuckle to my kids all the time when they're like, "Oh, the popular kids or the pop." My my kids are like, I'm always laugh because do you know what's so funny about that term, popular kids? It's not the kids that. Like popular means people like them, right? That people, <laughs> but when we say popular kids, it usually means the mean ones. Yeah, the ones that have the most power. Yes, and yeah. they're the ones that are like not going on the great path. Those are the popular, and I just laugh. I laugh. I'm like, no, the ones that are liked, the true popular kids are the nice ones. I don't care how many followers they have. I don't care how, and um, and so it's just. Yeah. It's just interesting how everyone feels those feelings in those same ways. Everyone, even the ones that we think don't, they probably feel it the most because they're the most insecure, you know? So 
It's just getting yourself grounded to have control of your life or what we say, your garden of life, where you decide, you decide what you pull in and keep in. You decide how much time, set a timer if you need to. Okay, I'm going to go on Instagram and scroll. It's fun sometimes. I'm going to do it for five minutes though, because that's the only, that's that's the amount of time that I'll give that because I've got other things to do in my garden. I want to, you know, I need to stretch for the splits. I'm cheer tryouts are coming out or I need to, I want to read this book. I, I had a goal to finish this book. It's way better. I have way more to show for it if I finish a book than I do, you know, an hour on Pinterest, you know, so it's making those little decisions and doing those little sort of- decisions. Yeah. Which yeah. you do. You talk a lot about habits yes. and instilling habits at this age. So what else, and maybe you want to speak to that, um, the program that you do with the girls, it, it's a year and, and how do you, how, how do you set that up? You do it around. How does it work? It's yeah. a membership subscription program. So it, it's, girls can become members and it's, and they instantly belong. It's so fun. It's with girls that are their same age, tweens, 10 to 13, that are going through the same things. Um, but it's an individual little online adventure and it's a private site. So, you know, the videos are totally, they're, they're episodes. It's called planting the seeds. So you moms would appreciate every single lesson that we are, we don't call them lessons. We call them episodes. If we call them lessons, then they're like, ah, checked out, you know, but yeah. um, we're super fun and super entertaining, but it's the planting the seeds are is the meat of our program. So when a girl becomes a member, she gets her private little login. She logs into the site and she, every week she'll get, she gets to view an episode and she can choose which one we give a suggested order because we build upon each little thing. But, um, um, and those are, that's the meat. Those are the things moms that you want them to hear from someone else besides you. We are your backup. This program is a major backup for mothers with girls, major, 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 major. And I would say that ideally we're preventative. We want to grasp these girls before they start the habits on the phone, before they even get a phone if possible before. But if you're already there, that's okay. There, This is still a wonderful way to look. I mean, it's going to, it works. It's awesome. But these girls love it, but it just, so planting the seeds. And then you also have these uh, little videos that are, that are shorter called bloom videos. And this is kind of what lures the girls in. We have experts in hair and makeup and fashion and crafts and cooking. We have one that's an expert all about starting your period and dealing with that. And so in the little privacy of their own home, they can, and then their own time, they can click on a little four minute video about what to look for, like what, like the signs that show that you're going to start your period soon. Or if you've already started ways to like cope with PMS and what PMS is. And so it's kind of, we we tackle some of those harder topics that moms, if you don't want to explain it, we do. (laughs) You know, And, And it, but it's, we have some girls that moms, um, watch with them. And so they, it's a conversation and it's fun or they go in, moms go in separately and watch on their account. So they, you know, they can see what they're viewing and they can have those like, or a girl just does it. And, um, and then we have monthly gatherings where it's optional. The meat of it is what the girls view individually and it tracks their progress and they get little badges and things, but it's, um, um, but we also have a monthly gathering where we where we tackle topics like we just did one on soil checks we did one we even had we have guests on we've had um bj fogg with tiny habits because we are huge on habits he came on and he helped the girl talk through what habits would look like in their life and how important they are and how they lead for more sunshine in your garden because you're grounded and your roots are going on deep so it's just awesome so it's just we want to be cheerleaders for moms to back them up with their daughters to help instill in them, the habits that set for life, the things we're teaching them are and introducing to them and helping them set up their little garden of life and how things operate, the way their brain operates, the way their days operate, the way they're schooling, like how much effort they're giving in their schooling. We are here to back parents up. Everything we're telling them is what parents are already telling them. And so we're just another, we're just backing them up. We're just another voice of hopefully a fun, happy, you know, like motivating yeah motivating voice and you are and you're so fun because I watched 
I watched an episode and oh, yeah, it was so good. The one that's on your website. Yeah. But yeah, and they need 30 part third party voices. And that's what you are. Yes. And to encourage them and motivate them and build their self-confidence. So we just want to be yeah. part of this is what I love about what you are doing. You are part of the solution. You know, we definitely talk about the hard things in life. Even in I believe in me, like a garden analogy. One of another one that we use is we talk about how everybody has worms. Okay. And <laughs> everybody's got worms. And what I mean by that is when I'm digging in my garden and I see an earthworm, at first you're like, oh, you know, because they wriggle and they and, uh-huh. and, it, and it takes you back. Um, but so we call worms the unexpected things in life that happen. And uh-huh. it's like like, like when you have to move, maybe your parents are getting a divorce. Maybe there's an illness or even a death in the family. Maybe, you know, just something you didn't make a team. You thought you were going to make it. You didn't. Something unexpected that happens in your life beyond your control that is just there. And you have a choice in that moment. How do I deal with that? And so we talk about these girls turning worms into butterflies. So when you have a worm, they like, and you think about what a worm does for a garden is it helps the soil. It makes it stronger. And healthier. And so these things that happen in your life leave these holes. And you, as the master gardener, get to decide am I going to fill this with with light and good things? Or am I going to fill this with darkness and sadness? You know, and obviously there's sadness and darkness that comes with some of these experiences. And that's okay. It's healthy. It's normal. It's, you know, but how long am I going to let that stay? And how do I get rid of that darkness? And we take them right back to routines are the roots. You got to get up out of every day. You got to make your bed. You got to keep moving forward. You got literally physically moving forward. One of um, my colleagues that is a co-creator of the program, Becky, and I know she wouldn't mind sharing me sharing this because she shares it with the girls in the program. She lost her brother. Um, I, I don't want to get too emotional um, at a young age. And she watched her mom lead her family through that. And it really literally was routines are the roots. Even though there were moments of absolute heartache and just traumatizing emotion, getting up every day, getting breakfast as best you can, making the house still move and operate in that direction. It, even though you don't realize it is filling that huge wormhole that that experience left in their family with light, it's making it okay. Here's a new day. Okay, let's just keep physically moving forward. And as we physically move forward as best we can, maybe it's super slow today. That's okay. Maybe it's just a little bit of our routine. That's okay. But we're moving. Yeah. And little by little, more light comes. And and the, the stability, you realize, oh, wait, my roots are still deep. I'm going to be okay. And then you're able to, after more time goes by, you're able to continue to grow and and realize as you get further away and that more time goes by, you look back and go, whoa, the growth that happened during that time, my garden shot up all sorts of blooms. I've helped this person go through this. I've now helped my kids. You know, I feel stronger, even though I have a huge hole still that will probably never get completely full because that child was part of our life. My brother like, so like, anyway, it, that's, yeah, yeah, well, and it's also part of, you know, I'm imagining that her mom probably had some support in her life. You're offering support to these girls so that they have a sense of belonging and they're not alone. And mm-hmm. if we can connect with others that are dealing with worms or whatever it may be, which these girls, middle school, you got a lot of worms, maybe not dealing with death, but, you know, things that are going on and not be alone in it, that can really help to, you know, just through that time to get through it. So yeah. I you, I just love that. And I want you to tell them, Katie, where do they find you? Where do they go? Tell them, you know, your social media platforms and things that they can connect with. For sure. So um, they just go to bloomfully.com. So if you go to bloomfully.com, that's a place where girls grow. You'll see, I believe in me, that's our middle school program. And that takes you right there in the website. The website really is the best 
best place to get the most in-depth information to watch an example of an episode. And there might be some older girls that might be, you know, if you're like, check this out, you know, oh, that's, you know, that might look too young for me. And maybe that's the case at first, but we have a lot of, we have a lot of girls all ages that want, because they can do it on their own, they start to really, and we've had girls that have stayed with us, even though it's a year program. And as soon as the year's over, you know, it's, you know, you, you can continue on, but they have because they love gathering and talking with other girls and realizing I'm not alone, you know, and even though my friends physically at school today are, I can go to my, I believe be friends, you know, I can, <laughs> yeah. in. I can message in anytime. There's a part in our, in our program called how's it growing. And that's a place that we can chat back and forth and girls will, they email in like, what do I do? This girl did this today and said this to me. And we remind them of our tools. Remember three strikes, you're out. If the same friend is really bringing you down three times, have the power to go, I need a break. I'm going to be nice to you, but I'm not going to give you more of my time or energy. I'm going to go find other friends or go be with this friend or, and not to be mean to you, you know? So it's like reminding them of their tools when they, they're so, they're so amazing. These girls are the future. They have so much light to offer. We just want to help them shine that light brighter. So bloomfully.com, that's where I'll send you. If you go to Instagram, um, it's just, I believe in me girls. And there's a ton of information too there, but I would say bloomfully.com click on, I believe in me will give you the, the most in-depth if you're, if you're interested. And if it seems like after listening, it's a, it would be a good fit and support for your daughter. And that's the best place to go. Okay. Wonderful. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And thank you for everything that you're doing to support these girls and moms. And yeah, it's, it's, we, we need it so much. So thank you. Oh, it has been my pleasure. And what you're doing, I just, I believe in all these moms listening. I, I mean, I don't know them, but I love them. I love what they're doing. I love what's inside them. They are, they are the magic to a brighter world. They are. And so go, go fight the good fight today, moms. Yes. yes. Any, any thanks in return, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You. For sure. For yes. sure. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. And thank you, friend, for hanging out with me. And if you're enjoying the podcast and you know another mom who could use a boost of encouragement and to hear what we're sharing on the show, I would be so grateful if you could share this episode with her or leave a heartfelt five-star review. Because here at Moms of Tweens and Teens, we're on a mission to get the word out and to let moms all over the world know that they are not alone and that there is a community of support here that is available to them. So I just want to thank you. I'm so grateful for you and have a great week and I will see you back here next time.